I'm Ray Tang. I'm broke, hungry, and I'd like to have more friends. Recently, I started a new con where I trick people into hanging out with me by asking them to grab a bite to eat. But being the poor college student that I am, I've decided to also invest in a cheap microphone in order to make a quick buck. It's the perfect setup. Join me as I try new cuisines, make bank, and find friendship. Welcome to the first episode of Food Adventures, a podcast which I'm using as an excuse to eat good food with my friends. End of introduction. Uh, my name is Isaiah Mendoza, and we're going to La Bomba in Logan Square to get Puerto Rican food. Okay, this is actually extremely exciting because this is my first time getting Puerto Rican food. Um, I know it's like very distinct from the rest of the like Latin America. Well, actually, because it's its own island so it should be even more distinct technically i don't know how much i don't know anything about puerto rican cuisine do you want to talk about that or? um yeah i don't really know a whole lot about it either just <laughs> like from what i've eaten from my abuela but um yeah it's like i don't know there's definitely i think in the latin american countries in the caribbean there's definitely like a flavor profile that they use um a lot of, and uh, a lot of, they share a lot of ingredients, I think, um, like plantains being one of them. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, because I was doing some reading about it, and it just it looked, it looked like very similar to like the type of gastronomy I was seeing in like other places. I don't know. I'm just excited. I just want good food. Um, what is like? I mean, so okay, we've never been to La Bamba, right? Um, but I guess what does like? So do you like think of anything when you think about Puerto Rican food? Like, do you think of any like things from I don't know, like your childhood, I guess, or something? Um, I don't. Yeah, definitely. Um, it always eating it. I've really, I've rarely had uh, Puerto Rican food in restaurants. Like, I've never been to a Puerto Rican restaurant in Chicago. Um, pretty much all I've eaten is what I've had like with my abuela, and so I guess like eating the food reminds me of like the island when I used to visit um, my abuela and everything um, and yeah it just brings back childhood memories I went when I was like pretty young um, and I haven't been to I haven't been back since like I was 12 or 13 so yeah it brings back good memories yeah I mean you said you visit occasionally right like that was the whole thing like you just went back every summer or something when you were a kid uh, no, I actually, I only went a couple times. Um, flights are pretty pricey to get down there. Um, and as a kid, when we would take trips and stuff, it was always, we would always drive because it was just cheaper than um, flying. And we have five people in my family. Um, so it's kind of hard to coordinate buying tickets for everybody and it gets kind of pricey. Um, so most of our traveling when I was a kid was done just in the United States. Interesting. But so when you did end up going to Puerto Rico, what was it like the first time? Because you were born here, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was born in Michigan. Oh, you were? Michigan. I was born in Michigan. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's definitely far from Puerto Rico. I mean, what was your first impression? Um, I don't know. I remember being pretty excited. Um, I was like a little kid, so this was pretty cool to go see... Um, pretty much like it's like a different country like they speak a different language and everything um, and yeah it was just really exciting we went every time I've been there I've been there in the summer 
Um, and so there's always a couple days of, um, oops. there's always a couple days of like getting used to the heat because it never, it's like at least probably 90 degrees every day in the summer at the very least. Um, but you get used to it pretty quick because it's such a small island. There's always a breeze and it rains for like at most an hour, but it rains like every single day. And so the rain feels pretty nice, cools you, cools everything down and stuff. Um, yeah, it was just really exciting. Okay, so I mean, when I, so when I first met you, I remember my first question was definitely, what does your tattoo mean? Why is it of grapes? And so I, I think you told me that you get that a lot, where it kind of, like, people are like, why are you wearing grapes on your um, forearm? Like, it looks, I mean, I'm looking at it now, and it, it totally does not look like grapes. It looks like a bunch of, like, almost like a collection of acorns is like the best most apt like closest thing i could describe it to uh but anyways could you talk to uh can you talk more about your tattoo uh yeah definitely so um i have a tattoo of a fruit called canepas um that's its name in puerto rico it depends on what country you're in um like what they call it i know in cuba they call them i think limoncillos and when I was getting tattooed, there was a Venezuelan artist in the shop. And so he asked me, he was like, oh, are those mapones? And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, so they're called canepas. That's how I learned of them. And my abuela had a tree uh, in her backyard in Puerto Rico. Um, and so they just remind me of my roots and my family. I don't get to see my Puerto Rican family very often because I mean, now I'm like grown up and in college and everything, but they all lived, they all, a lot of them lived on the island or just like spread out through the southern United States. So I don't get to see them very often, but this kind of reminds me of them. Yeah. And I mean, you bring up your abuela a lot. Like, uh, did you, were you guys close? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was, she's awesome. She's still, I, I just saw her actually a couple of weeks ago because she was, uh, my sister just graduated high school and she was there for the um, graduation. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think because I like didn't see her very often growing up, it was always like extra special to like see her and hang out with her and everything. Okay, cool, 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 cool. cool. All right, we're gonna we're gonna hit pause. I mean, it's not gonna feel like anything for the viewer, but we will finish the drive. front there was like a ordering place where they were like cooking it and so like being for takeout now we're like in the back for just like seating purposes and there's like a menu it's very nice it's like very natural landscapes on the like murals on the side of the walls oh hell yeah i mean heck yeah um <laughs> They've got, so in 
Puerto Rico, there's a soda called Coco Rico, which is like, uh, it's kind of cut off on your menu. Um, but I'm definitely getting one of those. I haven't had one in probably 10 years. They're hard to come by. Really? Yeah. You gotta go to like a Puerto Rican grocery store for it. What is it like exactly? Uh, it's coconut soda. Shit. I love them. I think they're awesome. It does sound really good. Alright, also, I actually will keep a peachy because there's kids around. <laughs> there's like ki- there's kids all around us, so I feel like I think I'm gonna actually keep it a little more peachy. Fried pork or roast pork? Ooh. That's a really good question. What's like what's the difference? Um, fried pork has like a it's like breaded. The roast pork is like what kind of like what you saw in the um, when we came in. That like big chunk of I think I, I think I might go for a roast pork. Yeah. Which one is that? Um, so that would be lechon asado, which is right down there. Oh yeah, it's also pictured. Oh, that's sick. And also, it comes... Oh, this is also a Filipino dish. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it is, you can find this in the Philippines for sure, yeah. What have you been there? No, but a lot of my I've been to like Filipino restaurants because a lot of my friends are from there. Like, what would you wait? Okay, what would you consider is more like true to Puerto Rican culture, like roasted or fried? Um, I don't know. It kind of depends. Like, there's a mix of both. With plantains, you it's really like a mix. It's whatever you prefer. I see. Um, hmm. Okay. Actually, I think I'm gonna try the chuleta just because I've never tried it before. Yeah. The carne asada did look really good. Or not carne asada. That's called. Lechon asada. All right. I think I'm ready. Um, we're gonna start with uh, los bacalaitos. That's okay. Um, then, how about? I am banana dumpling, meat pie, potatoes. Yeah, we do alcapurria. Um, and then I'm gonna have kibarito de lechon con arroz. And she will have. Uh, I have a chuleta frita. Uh, why can't you? Yellow white cheese. Huh? Yellow white cheese. Uh, uh, white. Okay. Uh, can I have a chuleta in salsa con arroz blanco? Uh, this ring? Uh, Coco Rico. Lo mismo. Um, it comes with. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, we got a map. I can show you where my abuelas, where, where I, I trace my roots. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So, right here is a little town called Vega Baja. Oh, wow. It's like the northern tip. Yeah, so it's like right, it takes us probably 15 minutes or 10 minutes to drive to the coast and go to the beach. Um, it's pretty poor area, um, but I don't know. It's the whole island's gorgeous. Um, 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 and fun fact: I just learned uh, 
like a couple months ago. Have you heard? Do you know who Bad Bunny is? No. He's a Puerto Rican rapper. He's pretty big right now. He's also from Vega Baja. What are like? Is it like a big town or is it like a small? Oh, so that's like a big coincidence. Yeah. Um. It's not. Yeah, it's like a pretty. It's like a pretty small town, comparatively. Like San Juan is probably is like easily the biggest um, city. That's like on this tip over here. Um, or no, it's not. It's further this way, right here. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like in the mouth of the bay. Yeah. Okay. But a lot of like the bigger cities tend to be on the coasts. Um, but no. They're, the cities aren't like big like you'd think like in the US you know like San Juan is like the closest to like a like a Miami or a Houston kind of like they've got the skyscrapers and everything all the other cities are just like the big cities are like pretty small still do they look more like coastal towns than like the cities we know here um no, the layout's pretty... I'd say, like, the layout of the city is pretty normal, like what we would see here, but all the architecture is... Or, not all the architecture, but a lot of the architecture is really colonial. Um, so, like, a lot of hotels, um, except in San Juan, they have, like, big hotels and everything, but a lot of, like, in the smaller cities, a lot of the hotels are still in, like old colonial buildings um, houses usually especially around the coast are usually made of cement entirely um, because they get hit pretty hard with hurricanes um, that's why my abuela moved or like my whole family moved after um, Hurricane Maria they live in Texas now um, and so like yeah like so they had a lot of the houses like the there'll be like two houses stacked on top of each other. Um, and so my abuela had a house and it was cement in the bottom where she lived. And my uncle lived upstairs, but that wasn't cement. And so that got just, that whole house on the top was like gone, completely taken off. Wait, so that's concrete building that got? The concrete's still there, but the second floor house, which isn't concrete, oh. is just like gone. Um, and you said this is this is in Vega Baja, right? Yeah. So this is still like 15 minutes from the coast. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta understand like this the the whole island like some hurricanes like the whole island can fit inside of a hurricane. Like it's it's a small. It would take. I remember. Let me see. So to go lengthwise across the island. I went down to Ponce one time as a, like a little touristy thing. So from Vega Baja down to Ponce, around here. Um, that took us like an hour or an hour and a half to get across the, the length of the island or the, the height of the island sort of. Um, and then if you want to get, let me see where else I went. If you want to go from tip to tip on the island, I'd say it's probably like four or five hours, but that's because you have to like, in the mountains, 
which are over here in the rainforest. Um, there's a lot of like really tight, slow roads that wind around mountainsides. Um, but it's, I mean, it's a, it's a small island. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I also totally, somehow, I totally forgot about the hurricane that recently hit. Uh, what was it like, I guess, getting that news for you, you know? Because you weren't there, right, obviously, when it happened. It was pretty scary because I was also, I was in Peru when it hit. And so all I could, I just had, like, the news to, like, give information because, like, the whole island lost power and everything. So there's like no, not really any communication happening. It was, a, it was really hard to get information. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was pretty scary, but everybody was fine, so. In my, in my family, everybody was fine, I should say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank God for that. <laughs> um, but I also know it kind of, it was like almost kind of like a, I don't want to say like a flashpoint because there's still not enough, like really not enough discussion over it just because like it's kind of getting I feel like it after it happened you know like celebrities spoke out about it but then like the government never really did much to for it but I feel like do you it seems like from my point of view like it looked like almost looked like it unified everybody that, of the Puerto Rican community in the US like I remember like just that example like Lynn Wells like like really stood out as an example of like somebody who really spoke out about it. I mean, did you feel like almost like a little more of a, almost like a stronger connection to like a roots? I don't know. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Um, I don't know if that's what you felt. Um, yeah, I, um, I don't know. I think the Puerto Rican community, can I say? I think the... Sorry? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, I think that the, I don't know. I feel like... Puerto Rican community is pretty, like, um, what would be a word for it? Um, like, united, because it's, like, such a small island. Like, so, more, more Puerto Ricans live on the continental United States than do on the island. Um, and so I think across the ocean, because there's so many of us here in like the continental United States, every, like everybody traces their roots back to like the homeland. So I think it's pretty united. Um, I think that the hurricane just offered some high-profile Puerto Ricans like a really good like catalyst to speak out about like the injustices that Puerto Ricans have suffered for generations, like hundreds of years, or not hundreds of years, but like um, since like 18, I can't remember, like 1850-ish, somewhere around there. Um, like it's a colony. It's like one of the last colonies in the world. Um, so, yeah, I think it, I think seeing the, seeing the United States' like reaction and how underwhelming and horrible it was in addressing the, the catastrophe, um, I think that like helped to bring Puerto Rico into the mainstream of news, but yeah.
Yeah, because I know there was a lot of debate about uh, within Puerto Rico about becoming like its own nation specifically. Because um, I know right now, right now it's a commonwealth, right? That's the technical. Yeah, that's the legal term. Um, but that just means colony. Like um, Puerto sense. Ricans are like they literally have. This is good that we're doing this like right after Independence Day. Puerto Ricans literally like there's taxation without representation on the island. It's been going on since we acquired the island. Um, they have one seat in Congress, but it's just they send a representative to observe, and they ask the representative for advice, but the representative doesn't have a vote or anything, no power. So. Oh, that's a not a that's a really screwed up system. I mean, so yeah, because it's still interesting that there's people who, I guess, don't, they're not necessarily wanting it to be a nation in, of its own, but like, I think there's a lot of like, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of benefits, like pros and cons to actually becoming a nation by itself, right? Because, um, so I was wondering, the American response to the hurricane, did that, do you think that like pushed the Puerto Rican community in any way regarding this debate? Or is it still kind of a, at a stalemate? I think it probably sparked dialogue, but I don't think... I'm not really, like, super in touch with Puerto Rican politics. I think it probably sparked dialogue as to the future politically of the country, but um, I don't know. I personally think that Puerto Rico should be an independent nation. Um, there was a There was a nationalist uprising. I did a pretty extensive research project on the main figurehead um, in the he had one instance in the 30s but the nationalist uprising was in the 1950s um, and he was like completely like mistreated by um, the United States legal system they had a for his trial in the 50s they had a um, and in the 30s actually one of them they had a, a jury that was had a one majority, like one majority Puerto Rican, so I think, I don't know how many are in a jury, 11 I think, so it was six Puerto Ricans and five mainland Americans, and it, the case ended with a hung jury, so they put a, f like, full American jury for the next iteration of his trial, and then he was sentenced to federal prison in Atlanta. I think that was in 1936. Um, oh, so this, this was a while ago. Yeah, but, and so there hasn't really been a a push for independence. That was like the strong, the last time that the push was like strong. We can start, we can dig into this. Yeah, yeah. What is this, by the way? Um, this is alcapurria. It's like a banana fried thing. I don't know, I had one a couple weeks ago. And can you cut this? Yeah. Right, it sounds really Cool. It's a fried banana, you said? Yeah, there's like banana that's... Oh, so it's sweet. Mm -hmm. Yes and no. Oh, okay. All right, all right. I it's sweetly savory, I would say. It's absolutely incredible. It's similar. So my, my abuelo used to make something similar called... Uh, pasteles, which is like a banana, or it's a it's a um, a plantain like thing. I, really, I have no idea how to explain it. You cook it in a banana leaf, and 
you like you tie a banana leaf around it and then you boil it and it's like mushy and tastes kind of like this um, pretty similar actually um, but yeah this is like Puerto Ricans plantains are like one of my favorite things because of like growing up around that kind of food so good bring a little meat in there um, yeah a lot of uh Oh, that is really interesting. It's like really soft in the middle, but like... Yeah, there's chicken in there. Yeah, it's super savory because there's a lot of meat. I haven't tasted the banana just yet. If you get over here on the back edge, without the chicken, you'll get um, the plantain or the banana flavor. Gotcha. Yeah, but it's just really nice because it's so crispy on the outside, but it's yeah, like super soft. Right, it's so yeah. good. Um, what, what is this called again? It's called Alcapurria. Okay, I'm definitely ordering this next time. <laughs> yeah. I'm planning on like. Oh, I'm gonna say it after. So I can oh yeah, like it's not. That makes sense. It's not like even sweet. It's just like you can definitely taste like the flavor of the. There's a certain sweetness to it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. But oh, definitely after recording this, I'm definitely gonna like look back and Wikipedia everything, you know, just so I can remember it for later for when I want to order it. Shit, that is really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, this is like... This is like Puerto Rico for me. My dad used to like... This is like my dad's favorite soda. And so like, obviously when we went, he had us try it. And it was like... Oh, it's so good. It's like so freaking sweet. And then like... Oh my god, it's so hard to describe. It's like it's sweet. Not. Yeah, like but it's, it's not a, overwhelming. Although it does have 40 grams of sugar. So... Yeah, I mean, it tastes light, that's for sure. I think it's the fizz, but, like, it's definitely, it tastes, it's, like, definitely the milky part of the coconut. Yeah, yeah. This is really good. <laughs> oh, we were talking this, about your dad. Oh, yeah. This and my dad's other favorite drink is malt, which they drink a lot in Puerto Rico. Like, like the alcohol? Yeah, but there's no alcohol in it. It's just, like, you know when you have, like, a dark beer and that like malty like I don't like it very much but like that like kind of gross flavor of beer not gross to everybody obviously but um, so it's just it's just that but just no alcohol my dad really likes it but when I was like 12 and he had me try it I was like Ugh. yeah it's like the alcohol that like your dad tells you one day you'll understand <laughs> exactly but anyway he so he grew up um, it's like his early life in like New Brunswick and Newark um, 
Yeah, those are pretty. I grew up in Jersey. Like those are pretty uh, hot spots for crime and like yeah, pretty. Yeah, awesome. yeah, there's definitely a lot of like. You, I remember one time when I was younger, he told me he like there's a riot going on on his way back from school, and a kid got the, they they brought the mounted police out, and a kid was like trampled to death by the mounted police. Um, but yeah, he just like grew up. Uh, he's like uh, he's like deathly afraid of cockroaches because he had them in his apartments in New Jersey and everything. They'd like crawl on his feet in the, in the night and everything. So, yeah. But I always have a, a soft spot for New Jersey because my dad's from there, even though he did he doesn't like it very much. But yeah. Yeah, I mean. I mean, like, so growing up that way, because my parents also came from poverty, so, like, I mean, growing up that way tends to toughen people up in a weird way. Um, but I don't know. I mean, what's your dad like? Like, do you think, like, that life, like, he's super, is he super serious because of it, or did he end up, like, okay? Um, no, my dad's pretty serious. Um, there's a lot of factors that go into that. He's, like, he doesn't emote very much, um, but that's also definitely like a Latino machismo kind of influence there um, as well as like how he grew up and it's a whole mess of things but yeah he's he's always been I mean he'll like obviously like crack smiles and laughs and enjoys jokes and everything but I don't know he's he's like always been pretty serious um, Gotcha. I only asked that question because I think, yeah, I think you're like the exact opposite of that machismo, or like you're performing masculinity in a very different way. You know, like you're not like yeah. overcompensating for yeah, something. Yeah, I try, I'm like very, I've been very aware of like that cultural aspect of my heritage for like quite a bit. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know, I try to like, it's always in the back of my mind, which for some things like that in particular, if you just keep it in the back of your mind, like you tend to kind of not, keep it in the back of your mind as a negative thing and you're aware of it, then you just kind of get used to like not doing it. I try not to, I try not to like, or I don't know. It's definitely like growing up with my dad, he like, some things rubbed off on me, like I don't emote very much. I'm like, I joke around a lot and make people laugh and that's kind of been um, I don't know I like making people laugh and I like laughing um, but I don't like to show other emotions I find it very very difficult thank you so much thank you oh my god this looks so good Ooh, can, I can I take a picture of yourself oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry <laughs> Oh crap, I forgot to get the good rice that you were talking about. Oh yeah. What's that rice called again? Um, just like rice with pigeon peas, arroz con gandules. Cool, can you like describe it? Like what is it like? Um, yeah, I actually know how to make it. What, um, really? Yeah. So, first you need like a specific pot that you can only get at like an ethnic grocery store. Um, but, it's like, it's a cast aluminum pot, um, and 
sofrito in it, which is like cilantro and uh, garlic and some, some tomato. And so you put that in the pot with some oil. You let that like get flavorful. And then you throw in some rice and water. And so, and then you throw in um, a seasoning. Everybody uses sasson, which is like a, a goya. Like goya is a pretty, I don't know if you know, goya is like a really big um, like food pr producer. Oh, like the cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, yeah. so you, a goya makes a sauce or a seasoning packet called sasson. You put that in. There's a couple other ingredients. And then you just let it simmer and cook in the rice. And what's really good, what's really good, something that you only get like home cooked rice is uh, the bottom called the pegao. And that's like all the stuff that's like stuck onto the pan. It's really hard to get out. But all of like, it's like burnt on a little bit and all the f seasonings end up at the bottom and stuff. And it's like, that's the best part. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Like your description was really good, so I kept listening. But I was also very distracted because literally the smell of the pork was hitting my like nose, and it's just smacking me. You know what I mean? It's so good. Get in there. Man, I love like Hispanic rice because it's way different from Asian rice because it's got like a weird like almost like garlicky flavor, I don't know, but it's got something to it. It's like a great seasoning. Yeah. So the way they prepare it, you put, there's a lot of garlic in cooking in Puerto Rico. Um, <laughs> that's sick. That's good cooking. Yeah. I should they, try it. They make their rice pretty oily too. Yeah, I kind of, I love it. <laughs> it's really good. All right, and, all right, okay. That is so tender. That pork is so good. Hold on. Anyways, you're explaining your sandwich. Yeah, so this sandwich, some absolute genius said, hey, I love these tostones, which are fried plantains. What if I made a dope-ass sandwich but replaced the bread with fried plantains, and that's the jibarito, and that's, oh, it's so good. Yeah, all right. I'm going to start digging, so I will... Then I guess, I don't know. Bye, viewer. Alright, so we just finished our meal. Uh, I'm pretty dead. I don't know about you, but I feel very full <laughs> spiritually and physically. Um, Okay, yes, I want to ask you about, because you're going to move to New York soon, right? How are you feeling about that? Um, pretty excited. Um, yeah, I have no idea what is going to happen, except that I'm going to move uh, and be a New Yorker. Where are you staying? Uh, I'm going to be living with my girlfriend on the Upper East Side, in or near Lenox Hill, I think. It's like on 88th Street. Cool. Well, stalkers, now you have his address, please go find him. No, but uh, <laughs> actually, so, I mean, so I was, your, I've been your teammate for the last two years, um, and I think I've heard in passing about this girlfriend figure, uh, but I've never actually, I don't think I've ever asked you specifically about her. So, I mean, how did you guys meet? Um, 
We met in high school. We've been dating since high school. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she went to NYU and I came here to Northwestern and we just did long distance and it worked out. Was it hard? Um, yeah, at first. Uh, but you kind of, it's never like good, but you kind of like just get used to it the longer it goes on. Like the long distance thing, not like the relationship generally. Um, but yeah, it just like, I wouldn't say it gets easier, it's just like becomes more normal as the years go on. But, yeah. Gotcha. Um, I guess, do you have any stories about how you guys met? Like, do you remember that far? Yeah, we met at a, a mutual friend was having like a party like right right at the beginning of the school year um and she like i don't know we like we went to a pretty small high school so we knew who each other were um and we had a lot of mutual friends um but yeah she just like started flirting super hard um and i didn't pick up on any of the signals uh <laughs> but eventually I did, and uh, yeah, here we are. That was a really awkward call that you had in the middle. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, I guess I'm excited for you. Going to New York with your girlfriend? Yeah. Sounds like a good time. This is like an ending of a movie. Yeah, should be fun. <laughs> forward to it. All right, and that about wraps it up. Uh, do you have any like closing thoughts? It's okay if you don't. Um, no, not really. This is super fun. I'm glad that we got to go get some Puerto Rican food. I haven't had any in Chicago yet, so delicious. That was really good. Yeah. I'm glad that this happened.